0: Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. In this episode, I chat with the wonderful Louisa Hussey, who's a confidence coach and an EFT practitioner, otherwise known as tapping. And she works with women who are ready to uncover their dreams but know that there's something holding them back. Now EFT is amazing for rewiring our subconscious minds. So as we know, 95% of our actions are driven by our subconscious minds and only 5% of our actions driven by conscious. So if we think we're in control of our actions, we need to think again. (laughs) Our little monkey mind is doing all kinds of things to potentially keep us stuck, keep us repeating damaging patterns, so many other things. And the true magic of EFT can work through so much of that stuff. So in this episode, Louisa talks about how you can use EFT to manifest the life of your dreams. She talks about her experience, her personal experience of using EFT to completely rid her body of physical pain that she's been carrying around or had been carrying around since she was a child and rid it within a 20-minute EFT session. And the reason I wanted to ask Louisa on is because I've worked with Louisa personally. So I discovered her and her magic about a year ago. I took part in one of her group programs she was running at the time. And it was an absolute game changer for me. It was so transformational. You know, when you come across something and you're like, oh my goodness, everyone needs to know about this. I just wish that everyone could experience this because it's so magical. So yes, we're going to dive into all things EFT. Before we do, I just want to tell you about my brand new offering. So I have just launched a 90-minute one-to-one Instagram marketing intensive plus human design reading. So that is all one offering, not two separate ones. I am having a lot of fun fusing together marketing and human design. So if you're someone who loves human design and you know how much it's helped you already, then this will be amazing for you. And if you're someone who is really intrigued, hasn't had a reading before, is really interested, then this is also perfect for you. Essentially, we spend 90 minutes together on Zoom and we dive into all things Instagram marketing. Beforehand, I do an audit of your Instagram for you. So I come armed with loads of feedback, loads of suggestions, loads of ideas. And I also... um, give you loads of advice around how to market, like how to market yourself and your business, um, loads of things around how to operate inside your business as a CEO, and loads of things that you'll be able to apply to your life in general that all end up feeding into your business anyway. So beforehand, you send me over your date of birth, place of birth and time of birth. I will do an audio human design reading for you. You get the audio file and you have lifetime access to that. And then, like I say, I come armed with so much tailored information. Um, I won't go into any more details now because there's just so, so much I could say. But if you want to find out more, head over to my Instagram page at Liz Spears Marketing. I have a post all about it, and I also have an IGTV video up there all about it, where I explain all of the intricacies um, and all of the value that you'll get from it. It's not available to like the general public on my website. It's just specifically available via the link in my bio on my Instagram page. So if you want to book a session, get in there. You can book up to a month in advance, and I cannot wait to meet some of you. Okay, let's dive in. Hey Louisa, how are you doing? Hey Liz, I'm all right. So I would love, love, love to kick off with you introducing yourself and telling us a
1: bit about EFT or tapping and how it actually works.
0: All right,
1: okay. doke. All right, so hi everybody. Thanks for having me Liz. I'm Louisa. I am a confidence coach. I am an EFT practitioner and I work with women who um, are ready to follow their dreams, but they know there's something holding them back. So in some circles, maybe people talk about mindset or they talk about having um, limiting limiting beliefs that um, they're fully aware of. EFT is a technique which allows you to really talk through your thought process and your feelings and your emotions. And it allows you to decide for yourself whether that's still okay for you. So when you hear people say things like, it's time to get over that, or it's time to let go of the past, time to let go of that old thing that happened. Quite often people actually have no idea what that actually looks like. Actually, how do you do it? And so EFT actually is a technique which teaches you to do it. So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, which is quite, Um, airy, and maybe I should be wearing a caftan, but essentially what it is, it's tapping on your face, literally you're tapping on acupressure points on your face and your upper body and your hands, there are points on your hands as well, whilst talking about either what's bothering you or repeating affirmations or mantras. And when you do that, the combination of the the physical tapping and the verbalising and the thought process allows your body to relax. It sends a signal up to your amygdala, so it sends out a safety signal to the to your body to let you know you're not in that situation, which has created the emotional stress or the memories or the thoughts. And by doing that, it allows your brain to kind of reorganize and go, oh, okay, maybe that isn't true, or maybe it doesn't have to be true anymore. And I'll give you an example. I had a client and she had an experience when she was younger that had shaped her entire belief around alcohol. So she spent the whole of her teenage years and her early 20s being really, really, really nervous of people that drank because it was all stemming back to when she was younger, alcohol equaled scary things, something scary happened. So she was now like in her late 20s and she wanted to be able to be part of a world where it was okay to go to a friend's barbecue and not be really, really worried that the guys in the party were gonna get Larry or be unsettling. And so we worked, on, we worked on the thing that happened. We got her to release some of the emotional pressure around what actually happened and create new beliefs that alcohol did not have to equal scary. And my job as the practitioner is to lead the client really carefully and really safely through talking around this emotional stuff and to let them do it themselves. So I don't give anybody advice. I never give anybody any advice. I don't ever direct people in any direction. They, the client is totally in charge of how they feel. They're totally in charge of what they think and they're totally in control of what they choose to do with stuff. So we were just having a bit of a chat then, weren't we, about sometimes if you come across somebody who says they listen to you and then go, yeah, but why don't you just do this? Or the answer to your problem is this, or the solution to this thing is this. That can feel really jarring to me because I never offer any advice. (laughs) I can suggest a few things if you want, or or I would phrase the question so they got to question it themselves. It is the most fascinating work you could possibly imagine people tell me all sorts of stuff um but they always come out feeling much lighter like they've taken a a weight off them and they feel much more in control of how they want their life to be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that was a long-winded
0: explanation (laughs) yeah because it's so um there's so much to it and i think until you actually experience doing it yourself like until someone jumps on one of your um, free events that I know that you do often Mm -hmm. jumps on a session with you it is it is I guess like quite challenging to explain because Mm -hmm. I'm one personally so I did your amazing confidence on tap um, group program in January and we had a one-to-one and I remember raving about it to kind of (laughs) this bodies and friends and they were like okay amazing how does it work i'm like oh there are these pressure points so you know we're tapping on the side of our hand and then we're tapping like at different places on our face and 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 all of this stuff and they're like okay this sounds cool but yeah like i think they need to experience it to truly understand and i invited you onto my my group program and i've now invited you onto my podcast because my personal experience of working with you and doing eft has been so transformational it's insane and i already knew the power of you know the inner work and um all of the the potential of the kind of healing around our subconscious mm-hmm. But I had no idea how EFT was going to work. I just kind of really <laughs> open minded and, you know, vied with you, loved your energy and trusted the process. And it was only six weeks. And I cannot believe this course is only six weeks and we had one one to one. I remember in January before I started, um, I was just feeling really introverted, really like the energy was really heavy. I mean, we we're in the midst of we we're in the midst of our lockdown, like winter mm-hmm. lockdown. I think, collectively, the energy was really heavy, stagnant, we'd kind of lost any sign of hope because we were like, (laughs) January is so far until summer, and like, when are we going to get out? But just in terms of how I was feeling with my business, introverted, didn't really want to show up, knew I wanted to do a group program, but felt terrified by it because my thing had always been, like, I'd always had challenges around confidence not in relationships not in like lots of area of career but uh, there was something around having eyeballs on me me being center of attention and I think all of the challenges we you know we all have challenges when we start our own business they're all so nuanced and individual but we all face things that come up it's like the shadows come to be like Mm -hmm. hey I'm gonna show you this again or you know might not have even experienced this imposter syndrome or whatever it might be but we're, we're on our own we are our, our own leaders and we have got so much responsibility on our shoulders I suppose and it's how we view that and deal with that and I think at that time I was just feeling all kinds of stuck help me I want to do this stuff and I know that it's in me and I know that it's the you know the conditioning and the subconscious beliefs that are making me feel this way. And yeah, after six weeks, I set up my group program. I was yeah. be, I um, watching I remember watching
1: going, it. Yes, Yay, she did <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, I remember you <laughs> messaging me like, um, I think I mentioned something to do with a group program coming and You were like, what? This is happening already? You know, you've only just listened mm-hmm. me. It was like just chucking all the old crap out. The old yeah. Um, things shit that just plays on loop that keeps us stuck in this fake cycle of like oh, I'm not good enough this mm-hmm. happened when I was younger and it's causing this blah 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 you really helped me to understand that I had picked up lots of behaviors yeah I'd probably call them behaviors and probably limiting beliefs from family members from mm-hmm. when I, was I remember you saying you didn't even know this was in the one-to-one so we kind of get a little bit you understand a little bit more about what the person's going through in a one to one versus a group program right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, we still don't delve it's not therapy you don't ask me all these questions and we don't dive into you know hard stuff together but i remember mentioning something about perfectionism yeah, yeah. that's it. and you said is that even yours though and i was like fuck no that's my mum's that's my yeah. mum's yeah that's not even me and that being able to just park that and put that in a little box. In the past, it was amazing. And then every time it's risen again, oh, I want it to be perfect. This, that, and the other. I'm like, oh no, that's not even mine.
1: That's over there. Yeah, mind blowing stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and what you just tapped on then, was there's um, two two parts to what I heard was number one, I know I, I know I want to do it. So quite often clients come to me because they feel a little there's something in there, a little spark or a little flicker or a you know a a little voice saying this could be amazing this could be amazing why don't we do this and that little voice is the bit that gets people it, it is um, it's the driving force to get them to come and ask for help because what's on top of all that is the shoulds all the history all the stuff that you are brought up with and you know there isn't there is no blame on anybody at all you know, I'm not blaming anyone's parents or grandparents or schools or anything. These things happen. Everybody is like a little sponge when they're little. And they are, are, they are shaped by society and family members and thought processes and historical. This is the way we do it in this house or whatever it is. That's just normal. It's, you can't escape that. But what we are in this amazing time in history where as particularly as women, I, I really only work with women. We get to decide whether that's the way we want to do it. Our parents didn't have this much access to the inner work, if you want to call it inner work, or healing, if you want to call it healing. I don't really like the word healing. It feels like I should I should be a doctor and yeah, I don't feel I, that kind of does. yeah, it feels like there's something wrong with us, and there's not. All we are, we're just real people. We're, we're totally human. And for you, when you said, I really want to do this group stuff, but I'm absolutely terrified of blah 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 blah, blah. all the things that you were that were. with with the blocks, like all the plug in the drain, you know? I can't let it come out because what if, what if, what if? So my job is really to go, okay, well, what if? Let's just tap, we just literally tap on your face and we we say that. Even though I want to do a group course, I'm terrified that somebody might judge me or what if they say this or what if I did it? And so when we look at that and go, okay, does this belong to you for one? You said that, it's not, it's your mum. Yeah, one of my favourite phrases, and I remember saying it to my mum, was "If it's not one thing, it's your mother." <laughs> <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's your mother, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And she got on a bit of a a bit of a huff about it, but I like, know, frame it on her mum's fine. And actually, <laughs> I think I said it about our about her mum. I said, like, "If it's not one thing, it's your mother." <laughs> um, but yeah, when, well, you know, when they don't do it deliberately.
0: Hmm. You know,
1: the people the people I come with, they're like, "This has happened to me." This is a true experience to me and my feelings are this my emotions are this and my physical reaction to these feelings and these emotions is real it's absolutely real so validation is absolutely like the bedrock of everything i do this is true for you in order for you to to change or to move if that's what you want you get to decide whether that changes. So sometimes my clients, they don't want to change. So they come and say, I just need to release some of it. I just need to stop feeling so heavy, but I don't want, I don't necessarily want to go on and like create this world domination like business. I just want to be free of feeling sad or free of feeling not good enough or whatever it is. And so that's I just let them be the way they want to be. And it is, you know, I always, I always say at the end of my one-to-one sessions, I'm like, I haven't actually really done anything. I've just given you the technique to do what you want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've you've held the space and you've taken the person on a journey throughout the session or the <laughs> series of sessions. Um, yeah, I remember the process being in the first couple of sessions. Coming, feeling stressed, feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, I love tapping with my eyes closed because that really allows me to just feel grounded and be in Mm -hmm. my own space, not be distracted by you or anything Mm -hmm. else in the room. I suppose it's like meditating. I would never meditate with my eyes open personally. I can't do it looking at a a flame, you know, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's like just fully relaxing into, yeah, eyes closed. And as you were guiding me through, recognizing what I was feeling, what those emotions were and what it actually felt like in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bringing awareness to it heightened it, which is the process good thing. so all of a sudden I remember like my whole body having this trembling nervous like nervous energy, which is obviously my default. it was just bringing bringing up my patterning of when I'm in that real anxious state. it's a, like a tremble yeah but then, once we've acknowledged, we move on. And it's talking about what you want to put there in place. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's it's, it's done in chunks, isn't it? So Mm -hmm. how many minutes is it? Like five minutes, 10 minutes? I have no idea when you are in it. (laughs) A few minutes at a time working through one chunk and then kind of coming back, deep breathing, shaking it out Mm -hmm. and then kind of then having a brief chat about what came up and how I'm feeling now honestly you probably fight with all your clients right after the first bit um people feel so much calmer already and it's yeah. like oh I feel like I'm more like me I feel okay. the sense of ease and peace and stuff that I've been craving yeah. um and then yeah just going going through the rest of it there were so many tools that I learned and I know that the other women on the group did um <laughs> everybody creates something different in the 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 tools of visualization sections I built a glass box in my garden that was (laughs) I can't remember what color now but um a big glass box in my garden where I was putting all my old shit I wasn't ready to let go of it all that didn't feel like possible Mm -hmm. in my garden locked away and then I built this little (laughs) purple box on my desk with all of my new stuff Ah. current me and future me that was going to grow and get bigger over time And that felt like making things almost black and white, which was so helpful. Old me, new me, uh, permission to grow the new me, whilst the old stuff's still there, but it's not affecting the current me and, you know, throwing me back into an old place. Super, super powerful stuff. I mean, I could talk about my experience for ages, but (laughs) (laughs) I would love to ask you about... How you help people to manifest the life of their dreams. I know this is kind of um, in real alignment with your mission and your passion right now with your work. Yeah. How can you help people um, manifest the life of their dreams? It seems like such a big, potentially airy fairy thing, but it's ultimately oh. what we're all after.
1: Right. So how does that work? Right. Yeah. And I think the word manifest, I think, has a real i really dance around it of do i love it do i hate it and i can never quite decide so i just kind of fall in the middle of when i talk about manifesting i think it's about making happen so what do you want what do you want to make happen what do you want into and it doesn't have to be like i want a house by the beach with the glorious you know sandy front and all that stuff it doesn't have to be anything like that it can literally be as simple as i want to have that conversation with my partner I want to manifest a better relationship with my family or I want to manifest um opportunities for my work so I always kind of view it as very much of giving your manifesting your dreams is about giving yourself permission a to have the dream in the first place and I do work with some people who have been through so much stuff that they don't have a clue even how to think about what they want because they've been so busy doing whatever else they've had to do Um, And that's there's coping mechanisms that come into play there if you do what you do because you needed to get through something. So I always like to consider with my clients, what do you want to feel like in order to have that? So how do you need to feel? So, for example, I've got a client at the minute and she really wants to be able to speak her truth more clearly and she's really, really into being aligned with love and all this stuff, but she just doesn't feel that she can say it because it will A, turn people off or B, it will put her in a different playing field to her current business. And when we work through, there's some heavy stuff in there of I'm not allowed to want what I want because when I was little, I wasn't allowed it and she's not allowed to say what she wants because when she was little, she wasn't allowed to say what she wants. So she's bringing with her, and she's in her sixties, you know, she's brought with her 60 years worth of being silenced. Mm. So I was like, okay, so we can't, well, we have shifted a lot of it, so it's not as intense anymore. She's like, but actually I want to feel like this. So I'm like, okay, we, we did some visualization around what does peace feel like? What does love feel like? look like what color is love what smell is it and she created this whole big like she called it a trip she said, i feel like i'm tripping that so, <laughs> you know i'm wrapped in this blanket which smells like um, my holiday home and it smells like this and it feels like this and so all this stuff and afterwards when she came out she's like oh, i'm a fairy wow like <laughs> I, and i was watching her she was totally in her own zone I, I do all my work over zoom and she said what has come out of this is I'm allowed to feel like a fairy. And it was so interesting because I said to her, I said, but when I watch you on, you know, I follow all my clients on social media just so I can really be immersed in their world. And I'm like, I always think that you're a fairy. I think you you look like one. She's really quite um, ethereal looking, you know, and her, her vibe is very kind of floaty and light. And she said, I'm allowed to feel like this. And I'm like, yeah, so the permission for, in terms of manifesting your dreams, firstly, you have to give yourself permission. And the permission part is really hard for lots of people. That Who am I to want to feel like a fairy at work? You know, and and even with myself, I have to really sometimes remember to give myself permission to behave the way I want to in my business. And it is really hard to shut out all the voices when you're trying to grow when you're trying to say, right, these people seem to have their dream life. They seem to be financially abundant. They seem to be um, joyful. They seem to be really light. They're not sat there going, God, things are really heavy at the minute. And I'm like, oh, that's what I want. But sometimes when I try and follow a pattern, I'm like, I don't like it. (laughs) That doesn't feel right to me. So manifesting your dreams is all about letting it be totally, totally true to what it is that you want. Not what Mary Sue next door wants or what Debbie the billionaire has. It's about what does Liz's dream life look like? And the way to get there is to release the, well, I work in three parts. I'm sure I mentioned it. We have to recognize it first. What is really happening? How do you really feel right now? We release it. I've decided I'm no longer Liz, the quiet, shy, introvert and re- replace it with I am the brave and graceful leader or whatever it is that you want you get to choose so I kind of have three main mantras which is one is that was then and this is now it doesn't mean that the person you were even like five minutes ago is the same person and also is that okay so you might go actually I or maybe I don't want a great program that's okay And your body reacts to that, oh no, I really want one. So like being able to question whether it's okay for you, really kind of gets people's brains going, oh, hang on a minute, (laughs) maybe that's not okay. And then also you get to choose. And I really like using that in my sessions because quite often people have never been given that as an option. They've never been told that it's okay to choose to do something different. And that's why you know when people make the leap to go self-employed, they've never. I definitely had never been given the option to do that. No, neither. You have. to You get a job and you're a serious grown-up and you do all the grown-up, boring things. Yeah. And I remember even God, you know, it must be at least maybe ten years ago, I was trying to get out of my job at the time, and I said to my mum, "Oh, but maybe I could just do a few different things." I'd met. I'd met a couple of people. You know, people pop in, like don't they? out of places and like and they're doing something different and she's like oh my goodness how ridiculous yeah (laughs) that's not the way we do things and that's her that's her story but i wish i would had listened 10 years ago because i anyway that's different but to give yourself the chance to go well maybe it could just be different
0: i think there's a really good point around that though because this kind of work you know working with someone like you or working with any kind of coach practitioner healer whatever it's um it's a a modality to get back to your true essence Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you've said but we are so influenced by the people we spend most of our time with Mm -hmm. our friends family you know, if we're still in a full-time employment and we want to break loose from that, if we're having conversations around it and seeking advice from those people, then of course we're never going to take the leap, probably, because they're coming from their own experiences and their view of the world and their fear around all that stuff. It's not something they've ever even personally explored. So then when you go to someone who has experienced that or can just facilitate the the space um, to... um, enable you empower you to yeah just block out all the noise block out all the conditioning block out all of the advice and opinions of people that you spend your time with and and let what you really want come out yeah then you can take action on it and I know personally for me I now know that if I I know not I now know when I um getting swayed by other people and it doesn't feel right. And then I'll book in a session with someone, I'll have an, a hypnotherapy session, I'll have an EFT session, I'll have a coaching session to just get back to the core of me again. Yeah. yeah. You've done enough of that work. It's your intuition's so strong. And yeah, that's certainly um something that EFT helped me with a lot. Um, I would love to ask you about our subconscious mind. So Mm -hmm. only recently did I learn that we are driven by uh, like 95% of our actions is uh, driven by our subconscious mind and only 5% conscious. I can't, I don't feel like I can ever explain this properly, but (laughs) essentially my... (laughs) Um, perception of this is if we just let ourselves run on autopilot in life, let that subconscious mind just do its thing and we just go with the flow. Um, and you know, yeah, don't seek support or don't say, hey, you know, maybe it doesn't need to be like this. Um, you know, in my experience, that's when you can feel icky, out of alignment, you know down you know I know there's lots of depression and all this kind of stuff and I'd I'd love to ask you like how that works and how important this work is to
1: kind of regain control so to speak Mm, yeah oh great question because tapping works on your subconscious so when you tap on your face and you talk about what's bothering you you essentially take yourself out of your thinking brain out of your conscious brain so quite often uh, if I see people hesitating over an answer to something is because they're not in they're, they're still in their thinking brain, they're still thinking of the answer so i'm you know if we tap and say you know um let's give you an example uh it is not safe to forgive and so we might tap on i had a client who was really 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 angry over a relationship thing and she said it is i'm still so cross with him that he's infusing my entire life he is him, he is driving everything I'm doing. So I'm like, okay, so how angry are you? And she stopped and she didn't answer me for ages. And I'm like, hello, what's the answer? How, how angry are you? Let's just tap. I'm just wondering how angry am I? And she said, um, well, I would say, yeah, I'm pretty cross. And I was like, uh, I call bullshit. (laughs) I said, and what's the real answer? She said, I'm fucking furious. I'm like, yes, have you ever said that? And she was like, no. And then she suddenly, like all of this stuff came out. It was absolutely fascinating to watch. Yeah. And she said, I've, I've spent so long not being able to say that. I've been holding it and suppressing it in. And to tap, and her, cause her, her logical brain was, it's not polite to be angry. Women aren't allowed to get cross. Even if you do get cross, nothing will happen. You know, all this stuff, this is the logical brain. Do not express because these are the real reasons why you shouldn't. And then to have that opportunity for her to go oh my god and this happened and he did that and how fucking outrageous and all the rest of it and and when we move through that i'm like what do you want to do now should we carry on being angry forever and she was like yes and i was like all right okay well we'll be angry forever and what will that be like what what we're going to do with this anger and how's it going to work and after a minute she's like it's absolute nonsense (laughs) like i think now i hear it it doesn't make sense but All all we did was allow her body to react. And that's, for me, that's what the subconscious part is. It's the the gut instinct. It's the little uh, discontent you feel in your chest if somebody says something that you know is probably polite or right, but it doesn't feel good to you. That's why, you know, when you meet people, if you go in a room and there's somebody in there, the energy is off, you feel it. That is, I think that is what your subconscious is saying is, don't go near them they're going to either pull you down or piss you off or whatever so you I always teach my clients to take steps to protect themselves if they know that there's going to be somebody there that's whose energy is off and that's you know I'm a little bit into the woo I don't go whole hog but when I talk about energy it's that sort of palpable reaction that your body has to something mm. and you know even I had a client and she's like and I need to call my auntie Sue or whoever. And she, it, her body was in a totally different state. She was contracted. She was hunched. And I'm like, okay, so if you need to speak to auntie Sue about whatever's happening, let's make sure that you are feeling safe. And at the end, that you're still allowed to feel safe. Mm. That you don't have to let it come in. You can hear it and you don't have to like ignore her forever and day or do something that doesn't feel good to you. But you don't have to take it. Yeah. So that's that's what it is for me. I remember you talking about,
0: um, I think it was in one of your IGTVs or something, you spoke about releasing, was it neck pain, shoulder pain when you first started EFT? So yeah. this is not just um. I mean, I'm not going to use the right terminology here, but for me, it feels like it's not just like emotional pain, it's physical pain right. that our holds holds onto as well as a trauma response. Yeah. Um, and I know that a lot of people carry stuff like that around. So um, what was yours, whiplash, that you managed to get rid
1: of? Yeah, yeah I, uh, it was actually um, an accident at school. You know those stupid gym horses, like you have to jump over and do whatever. I remember really clearly being told to do a, back, a backwards roly-poly off a, off a gym horse which and reflection, what even is that, that but, dangerous for a child, <laughs> right? And I, I must've landed funny or something, something happened. And I really hurt my neck and I don't think it had ever really, it wasn't like a serious hospitalization thing, you know, just go to the nurse's office or whatever. And, and I think around the same time, there was lots of stuff happening at home. My sister um, was starting to do some modeling. So there was lots of stuff at home around correct posture and standing upright and I was the shorter like non-model one going on. And so I remember with that neck injury and then suddenly being having to think about where my head was and where my neck was, I spent my entire teenage years with a really, really bad neck and back. Like I was in physio, I was doing all sorts of stuff and at the first I was in my EFT training they talked about, you can release physical pain and who's got a physical pain? And I was like, well, not me, because it was so normal to have this pain. And I was always the girl that would be pinching the back of her neck and cracking her neck and all this stuff. And I think we did maybe 20 minutes with another trainee. So she was totally not experienced. It had almost gone down completely to a zero out of 10 in terms of pain. And I was like, this has gotta be a joke like what is this you're waiting for you know candid camera kind of thing to come out and go surprise we've all been giving you a pill so therefore no wonder you've got no pain and i was like but is this real and the trainer's like this is this is the thing all we've done is worked on the the fear that you felt when you fell off that gym horse because it was really scary and we worked on the noise and what the teacher said and how you felt around being stupid or um Not listening, and that's why you got hurt, you know, so at fault, and the shame that happened with it, we'd loosened all of that, and all of the inadequacies that I was feeling as a teenager being compared to a tall, beautiful, beautiful model sister being the short one with a funky neck, you know. So, working on all those, do I need to still be that teenager carrying the shame Mm -hmm. and the inadequacies, or could I just let go of it? And I was like, "Well, of course I'm not 14, and of course I don't feel. I still feel some inadequacies because my sister is gorgeous. But you know that that kind of thing. I don't need to be that because a that was then and this is now. B I'm a grown up and I get to choose. Yeah, and and the
0: logical mind. Like I can imagine maybe some people listening and their logical mind is like, that sounds amazing, but I don't think I'd be able to believe anything mm-hmm. different but that's the power of your subconscious mind Mm -hmm. 95% of what's driving you is subconscious so if we can get our subconscious mind to truly believe it through this work Mm -hmm. that's when it goes that's when it shifts that's where the magic is so yeah yeah. it's it's honestly magical magical work yeah Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean I could chat with you forever about this stuff and (laughs) people understand how much of an advocate of this work I am now Um, but if they if they want to have a chat with you themselves if they want to follow you on social check out your vibe check out your services where can they find you
1: what can they consume yeah so I do most of my stuff on Instagram so I'm just Louisa Hussey on Instagram um so you can just come and check me out I'm usually doing a stupid TikTok or um dancing around in some sequins on a random Thursday afternoon very much my vibe is I take my work really seriously like the stuff people bring me can be really hardcore and I do make people cry And i'm unapologetic about that because that's part of the deal (laughs) but i i don't take myself seriously and i think you know in a world where you can be supported by so many different people it's really important to find someone that you think is your person you know so you can like follow my stuff and get a vibe of the kind of things that i like to do and you know i do free consultation calls for anybody who wants to chat about what is going on for them so we can have a one-to-one chat and yeah, normally about 40 minutes something like that it can book in through my bio um and i mean i do have a facebook group as well which i do some free trainings in so you're all welcome to come join me in there it is really welcoming and friendly space and yeah just like i love to chat <laughs> like i could talk for hours i am considering doing some sort of um TikTok off, where like we all do the same TikTok just for fun. But that's not quite come off the ground yet.
0: <laughs> I, I shall that. keep you posted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you all have kind of felt through through listening, Louisa has such a calming and welcoming and truly authentic and high-vibe, joyful presence. If you are someone who is wanting to be a bit braver with your yeah um with your life but also like your social media marketing go and check louisa out she is yeah queen of the tiktok posts all of her tiktoks as reels on instagram is just herself and it's amazing it feels so good so if you want a bit of a permission slip to just you know do your thing and shine go check yeah. her out oh thank you so much Yay, you're, you're welcome, welcome. um yeah, it's been such a joy. Love your work, and thank you oh, so, so much for coming on.
1: No, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Oh well, I will see you on the gram, no doubt. <laughs> yes, on the gram. Take care. Thanks,
0: Liz. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have had you join us. If you love today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at marketing I'd love to connect with you all on there. And I'd also love to ask for you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, lizgillersmarketing.com. Wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.